Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys, because... This could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEALS. Food Heals Podcast, episode 97. If there was one recipe in Six Weeks to Sexy Abs that you would recommend, what is it? I was so afraid you were going to ask me that question. (laughs) (laughs) Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. 
Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today, we're talking to Ella Majors, the force behind SexyFitVegan.com. A fitness and wellness professional, Ella has certifications in personal training and wellness coaching, as well as a master's degree in social work. And she's also working towards her doctorate in holistic sports nutrition. Ella felt a strong conviction to stop eating meat at an early age and was always passionate about physical fitness. She has been featured as a fitness expert on CBS Health News Reports, Prevention Magazine, Miss Fitness, and Modern Bride. And Ella is passionate about making a vegan diet practical and doable for anyone. But before we get to our interview with Ella, we have to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by the eCourse Conscious Eating 101. Taught by one of our favorite guests, Magda Friedemrod. Are you concerned about your health and don't know where to start? Are you overwhelmed about the state of the world and want to be a part of the solution? Are you ready to lose weight effortlessly and increase your health and happiness? Then the Conscious Eating 101 eCourse is right for you. This e-course was designed to help you take control of your health. If you're looking to alleviate or prevent today's most common diseases, you are in the right place. If you're interested in becoming the healthiest version of you possible, you're in the right place. (laughs) So you must be in the right place. (laughs) If you value your own health, the well-being of animals, clean air, water, our oceans, our forests, and life itself then you're in the right place. This course is for you. (laughs) Conscious eating is about aligning your food choices with your values. This step-by-step guidance will empower your transformation. So check it out at foodhealsnation.com slash 101. And you know, Allie, my favorite chapter is lesson five, conscious label reading, Mm -hmm. because reading labels can be really challenging and Magda just really breaks it down. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, it's hard to know, like, what is methyl trigloxy, you know, whatever. You can't even finish it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Don't buy it. So I think that's a really great chapter. I also love lesson eight, which is the sugar story and healthy alternatives, because sugar is one of the hardest things for me to give up. So I need the alternatives. I need the dates. Like I need to know how to incorporate them into my diet. So you and everybody one. else. Yeah. <laughs> so go to foodhealsnation.com slash 101 and you can see how to get instant access to Magda's e-course. She has even lowered the price for a limited time for only $297. You're going to get all 15 powerful lessons. Plus the first 25 people to sign up are going to get a free membership to Thrive Market. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Foodhealsnation.com slash 101. Next up, our interview with Ella. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Today we're here with Ella Majors. Ella is a hot vegan wellness and fitness enthusiast. And if you go to her website, aptly named sexyfitvegan.com, You will understand what I mean. Yes, you will. In 2014, Ella was named one of Shape Magazine's top 50 personal trainers. And she was also featured in fitness videos such as Crunch Boot Camp and Brazilian Butt Lift, which I love and have used often. That's funny, Susie, that you know. No, I really have. I've used it for years. Okay, first of all, we knew Ella from two different sources. One was that Susie had done her workout videos, and the second was she went to my high school and my college, but was a year older and we had never met. Talk about synchronicity. I know. So Ella wants to help you on your path of feeling full of life and energy and recharge from the inside out. Welcome, Ella. Oh, it's so great to be here, ladies. So great to have you. Yes, we're Thank s- you. so happy to have you. And like Susie said, it's so synchronistic because so Food Heals Nation doesn't know, but right before we got on the show, Ella and I started going through our Facebook mutual friends and realizing that we basically grew up together and didn't know Without it. knowing it. <laughs> it's insane. I know. It's a small world. It is a small world. And, you know, it was a weird time back then because the high school, there was one high school in Chapel Hill, and then it split into two high schools. And so I spent two years at one high school and two years at the second high school. But my first two years... I was at the same high school as Ella, but you were, I was a freshman and you were 
a sophomore, and so we just missed each other by a year. And how many people were in this high school? Was small. It, big? it was small. I mean, small, I feel like, compared to, like, big high school. Maybe medium. Okay. How yeah, I'd say medium. I don't know how many people, but, yeah, it, but yeah you know, it's a, it's a small town. It's a small town. That's why I guess I feel that way. But it's gotten so much bigger. That's why they had to open a second high school. So I guess it's bigger than I think. Yeah. Probably. But anyway, so crazy, <laughs> such a small world. But Ella, for anyone who doesn't know, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, I am the creator of a brand I call Sexy Fit Vegan. And I basically want to bring veganism into the mainstream. So that's my lifelong mission since literally I was 15 years old. So I don't know. Were you into veganism when you were 15, Allison? Nope. <laughs> no. So that's when I turned vegan when I was 15. That's awesome. And yeah. So I, I mean, I hung out with like, we know a lot of the same people. So yeah. we hung out with a lot of the same people. And, you know, there, there was like the cool kids and there was the potheads and there was the activists and there was like a little <laughs> bit of everybody. And I was kind of friends with everybody. But mm-hmm. but I had a real passion for animals. Mm-hmm. So Literally, like you could find me at a party one weekend and the next weekend you could find me out on Franklin Street, like our main street of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I would be leafleting and I'd be sitting in this little teeny cage demonstrating how little room a chicken gets in a battery cage. I think I saw you before because I remember that. (laughs) No, because Franklin Street was a super activist area because of the college right there. And the college brought so many people from different backgrounds, from different places. And so there was a lot of activism, a lot of protesting, a lot of social justice going on out there. So I definitely probably walked by and didn't realize like, oh, you're a high school student like me. And I should probably meet you and learn more about this because I was not in that mindset at that time. I had given up you just saw her in a cage and walked by. <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> I didn't know what veganism was. I had no idea. Only thing at that point, I gave up eating cows and hamburgers at that point when I was a, a late teenager because we had watched some like it was like on the news and animal activism thing about how they treated the cows and both of my and I was with three of my best friends who you know some of Amy, Beth and Kobe and we formed our own little group called Four Far, which was like four, I don't know, four females, four animal rights or something like that. And we ah, formed this group. We that's didn't, adorable. I know. We didn't do anything except we all vowed to stop eating hamburgers. And I think I'm the only one that actually stuck to it. And that was really <laughs> all we did. So wait, I want to ask Ella, what was it like at that time for you to at 15 in North Carolina to come out as a vegan and try to educate people? What was that like? You know, it's so funny because I turned vegetarian when I was seven years old for the animals. I kind of connected the food on my plate with the animal that it was when I was seven and said, I'm never doing that again. And I never ate meat again. And Wait, I have to stop you. What was your parents' response to that? Yeah, so it was actually my parents' fault. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. Blame them. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to blame my mother because I I got in the car after school one day, I was seven, and my mom asked me, she was taking me to gymnastics practice, and she said, how was school, as she always did, and I said, it was fine, but we learned about this guy named Daniel Boone. Do you guys know Daniel Boone? Yeah. Yeah, the American folk hero, right, and he had this infamous raccoon hat, and and he carried around a shotgun, he was out in the woods, and I said, this guy was so mean, he shot animals and he ate them, mom. And my mom was just completely honest with me. And she said, you know, Ella, like he was just being responsible for himself. He had to feed himself. Today, we don't have to do that anymore. We're very lucky. We can just go shop at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And when she said that, a light bulb went off in my head. And in this deep sense of compassion, I just have, it's part of who I am, came out. And I said, wow, I'm never doing that again. And it was just clear to me from that point on that I wasn't going to be involved in hurting animals. Hmm. So when I was 15, I was old enough to do the research to figure out that, you know, the dairy and the egg industries just as cruel as the meat industry. So it was just kind of who I was. And I was kind of, I had a childlike mentality in that I said, you know what, if everybody just knew, people just don't know. So it's my mission in life. And that's when I, I made it my mission to literally to educate people for the rest of my life. And you know what? I just wanted people to be conscious of what they were eating. 
That's so beautiful. And I feel like what you're doing is so needed because I can't believe that, you know, we were so close in living in the same town and I didn't discover any of this until my 20s. And I only wish I had discovered it earlier because I ended up losing both of my parents to what I believe was preventable diseases, multiple sclerosis and then cancer. And I can't go back and say I could have changed everything. But if I had been educated, if I had had the knowledge that I have today, perhaps I could have helped help them change their diet because diet is everything, you know, it is. and it is. And maybe I could have protested a little harder and you would have, you would have <laughs> noticed. <laughs> maybe it's my fault. It's your fault. It's my fault. Definitely your fault. No, I would never look back and regret or blame mm-hmm. like that. But I just remember being young and not having any clue about, like you said, the meat and dairy industry, except for the one video we watched. And then I did not make any other changes until like probably late college and after college is when I really started to have my complete awakening and changing my life and eating vegetables. And I gave up chicken and then I gave up fish. And then eventually I became like mostly vegan that I am today. And so it took a long time for me to make those realizations. So the fact that you're having them this young is incredible. Yeah, well, I I did. And and then I started to realize that everybody was going to have a different reason that I would be able to let them know that being vegan is a good idea. So some people are more passionate about animals. Some people are more passionate about health. To me, I'm like, you know, they're all great reasons. So whichever one floats your boat, I'm going to push you in that direction because of that reason. You know what I mean? And so tell us the rest of your story. Like, how did you become the entrepreneur that you are today? Yes. So after high school, I went to college and I I was trying to figure out who I was and what I wanted to do with my life because animal rights was obviously a huge passion, but fitness was also a passion and just helping people was a passion. So I ended up majoring in social work because that's something that's pretty broad and you could do a lot of things with that. But right after college, I jumped into the fitness industry because I was just really into it at the time. And I had a fiance and we moved to Miami to open up some new health clubs for women. And when we moved to Miami, we broke up because you don't just a little hint. If you're living in North Carolina with somebody from Minnesota, (laughs) you don't (laughs) move together to South Beach and think that that's going to be a really good relationship move. So best thing that ever happened to me was that we moved to Miami and that we broke up and I got to really have many years after that of discovering myself and figuring out what I really wanted for myself in my life. Sure, sure. Yeah. So I, I discovered Muay Thai kickboxing, which, you know, has been a passion ever since and my love of fitness and then my also dislike of having a boss. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of it. What do you mean? Wait, yeah, but, wait, wait, no, wait. I'm Before sure we get no into idea. that, I want to talk about the <laughs> First of all, let's educate me on how to say this correctly and I've been to Thailand. Muay, Muay, Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Muay Thai kickboxing. Mm-hmm. How did you get into it and what was appealing to it because it's very brutal. It's a br- it is <laughs> it's brutal. a brutal sport and you are a very lovely not to say that lovely women can't be brutal, but you're a very lovely woman. It's a very like aggressive brutal sport. What was appealing? What was your experience? So, here's what happened. My fiance and I broke up and this really crazy MMA mixed martial arts champion guy. He was teaching at the gym I was working at. And he kind of saw that I I had some weakness. You know, he saw that I was, something was going on with me that he thought he could maybe help me with. So Mm -hmm. he kind of took me under his wing and said, why don't you try this Muay Thai thing? And he was just a brutal person. So he beat, he basically like beat the crap out of me. And I ended up enjoying it because he made me beat the crap out of him back. So I I spent years black and blue, but it's part of who I am. So I've got this, I'm very compassionate, but I'm also like a pretty hardcore chick. I love hitting people that want to be hit. You know, (laughs) I don't, I, I don't know what it is. It's just part of who I am that that's, that really made a big difference in my life. I felt strong. I felt empowered. I felt I could walk through a parking lot and, and not I was just going to ask you. So yeah. like if you're walking at night, you totally feel co- – that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That you feel confident that you could defend yourself. That's always something that I've wanted to do or be able to achieve. Like I've always envisioned myself as a film star that could do a powerful roundhouse kick that could take someone down. And that's still a life goal. So <laughs> you're saying you, that you, you could – You have plenty you could, of time. You can do it. You feel totally yeah. – that's amazing. 
I do. And I haven't done the Krav Maga thing with the weapons and all that. But just, you know, needless to say, I, I learned how to Muay Thai is, is brutal. Like you said, it's very aggressive. You're basically learning very simple movements, but learning them in a way that you can make very powerful moves and really hurt somebody else. So it's, it is, it's an empowering thing. And when you, when you take the emotional pain that you're going through and kind of the physical pain isn't so bad, you know, emotional pain is so much worse to deal with. It's so much harder to deal with than why physical do you, pain. Why do you think that is? You know, the mind, it, everything starts with the mind. Yeah. It all starts with the mind. And if we so can, you're, so you're we seeing can it, control everything with the mind. So you're seeing it more as like just a battle in a ring versus emotional pain, which can be so much worse, which can be many levels. Is that what you're absolutely, trying to say? Absolutely. Okay. And also just a sense of empowerment of being strong physically can help you be strong mentally. It kind of works both ways. And also, you know what, it was my form back then of meditation, because when you're in the zone, you're sparring one-on-one -on -one with, with somebody else, you're not able to think about anything else. Yeah. If you start to think about your problems, you're going to get hit. Yeah. Because all you can do is focus on what's going on in that present moment. And that's what meditation is all about. Yeah. That's a big challenge. It's hard to do that. And I was kind of forced into it by being one-on-one -on -one sparring with somebody else. So that kind of taught me the living in the present philosophy. Absolutely. And exercise is a really powerful way of doing that. And obviously, this kickboxing is much more intense. But they, they, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, it's okay. I mean, just the point is that is a place that exercise can bring you is to that deep meditation because you can't check your phone. You can't, you know, listen to your voicemails. You can't see your text. You can't go on Facebook. You can't have your problems bothering you because you have to focus on the task at hand. What I was going to say was I've always loved at the times I have done very little of it, but I've always loved rock climbing mm -hmm. because for me, you cannot think of anything else because yeah. you might fall to your injury mm -hmm. or possibly yes. death. And I'm thinking of this as the same thing for you versus being in a yoga class or something where, yes, you're usually focused, but when you're having a fist possibly fly into your yeah. face or a foot or you have to grasp the rock in a certain way. Your life is, is at stake. Your life is yeah, at stake it's and it's, con it's concentrated focus, which I feel like clears everything else out and is a form of meditation because you cannot think of anything else but what you're doing at the time. Right. That's such a good point. It's finding that... That exercise, when you talk about when I, I when I help my coaching clients find something that they love to do, that when they're in it, they're in it. Mm -hmm. I love knitting, but it's not like knitting. <laughs> it's a little bit more intense. <laughs> but I find knitting very meditative. It's just different. <laughs> different type of meditative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not life or death. I mean, it's not like you can't do both. You can knit and kick people in the face. Absolutely. They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> okay. So you're in Florida and you're doing this wonderful exercise and you're a vegan. And what do you start to do to create the life that you now have? I know you said you could not have a boss. Susie and I totally get that because we, we can't it. have a boss either. And I know a lot of Food Heals Nation feels the same way. They're either in a situation with a boss they want to get out of or they are already entrepreneurs. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I was doing something I loved. I was working in a health club. I was teaching. I was the fitness director. I was personal training people at that point. Mm -hmm. But you know what I was missing was my vegan roots. Mm. Like that kind of got put to the side, number one, because Miami is, and that's where I've been for 13 years, is a little behind LA. It was a little behind New York when it comes to the consciousness of the food. Mm -hmm. So it was a hard period of time for me because people weren't quite ready to have a coach to help them go plant-based. Sure. In you know? So as that started to change and I started to get very anxious, I just, I got this anxiety, like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. Mm -hmm. And that's when I said, I got to bring it all together because I'm this girl that breaks a lot of the stereotypes that a lot of these people that I'm surrounded by think that what it means to be vegan. Mm -hmm. And I want to show people that you can be plant-based and you can live a sexy Miami lifestyle. You can be <laughs> plant-based and you can do Muay Thai in, in kick and hit people and get punched. You know, you can be vegan and be anything else you want to be and have the social life you want to have and still not hurt animals and not hurt your own body. 
And why does the vegan lifestyle not hurt your own body? Like, why does it give you that energy? Well, it gives, your, it gives you the energy. It gives you the prevention of diseases. It gives you the everyday feeling better of having a, a healthier digestive system, of having clearer skin, of having more energy. It, just getting rid of the animal products, as you guys know, once you start phasing those out, Sometimes you go through like a detoxing process. So mm-hmm. I, I try to help people through that. You know what? I, it's people are afraid to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And when it comes to diet, it's easy to say, oh, no, no, no. My body is craving something. So it's cr- my body's craving meat, for example. Mm-hmm. And you say, yeah, it needs it because my body's craving it. Well, first of all, like when you do exercise, do you stay in your comfort zone? Do you stay where it feels good if you want to make changes on your body? No. Right. You hire a trainer, you go to a class so that you can go beyond your comfort zone. So number one, we feel okay about being beyond our comfort zone when it comes to exercise. But Mm -hmm. when it comes to diet, it's like, oh, no, I can't be uncomfortable because that means my body is telling me that I need that thing. So it is the same as drugs. You wouldn't tell a cocaine addict that is craving cocaine that, oh, yeah, you must need cocaine. Please go get back on cocaine because that's (laughs) what your body needs right now. and, And that's what you need to be healthy. Right. So I compare it to that because it's it's very appropriate it's for Miami. True. It's okay. a detoxing process that people have to go through, and it's not comfortable sometimes if you're making a big change. And sometimes if you're making a little change and you're just phasing out, then you have all this extra energy right away. So I don't want to scare people, but I want people to be prepared that are ready to try something different and try a plant-based diet that you can go through an uncomfortable period where you're detoxing from those animal products. Yeah. And so what does the process look like? Is it different for everyone? Like, do you recommend a certain program? Or are some people like they can just go all in and some people need to take it slow? What is the best way to kind of detox your life? Yeah, you know what? I wish there was just one simple formula. Yeah, that would be easy. But there's not. No, everybody's going to be different. And again, it's it's not just your physical body. It's your mental capacity and where you are mentally and where you are emotionally. We emotionally eat. You know, there's there's so many different factors. So I actually just recently kind of took my 12, 13 years, I can't believe I'm saying that, experience working <laughs> with clients. And I, I put it into a program because I wanted to help people in a more structured way make that transition. So I I actually developed a six-week program because I believe six weeks is about what it takes to make some really big lifestyle changes. Yeah, definitely. It has to be over 30 days, right, for your your cells to reset and for your mindset to reset. Yeah, sometimes we have to change our gut flora. And I'm not, you know, I don't pretend to be a physician, but Dr. Michael Greger, he's like one of my heroes. Have you guys had him on the show yet? No, not yet. But we need to reach out because everyone talks about him and we follow him as well. (laughs) I love him. I Yeah. Um, I I was on the holistic holiday at Sea Cruise. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you hear of that? Yeah. A couple. We had some people on that were there. Yeah. So I I did a book signing there and he was on the cruise and he gave some talks and I, I ran up after him after one of his talks and gave him a book. I had signed one of my books and everybody was there to get his book signed, which he has an amazing book out, the How Not to Die book. Yeah, How Not to Die. But I was like, Dr. Gregor, Dr. Gregor, I have a gift for you. And he's like, what? Nobody brings me guests. And he came <laughs> over and he, and I said, you know, this is for you. I really admire everything you're doing. And I love how you talk to people and how you're doing what you're doing. And he said, oh, your fitness. He's like, you know what? He's like, we got to get on it. Those paleo people, they're killing me. <laughs> and I was like, yes, the paleo people, we got to get on it. So he's like, yeah, we're, we're a team. Let's do it. Awesome. Was, yeah. No, it was just, it was just fun. And I forgot the path we were talking about right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all good. So yeah, we have had a lot of people talk about him and the holistic holiday at sea. So that's one of the things that you're able to do as an entrepreneur is you're able to speak and you're able to spread your message and you're able to do your coaching programs, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just, you know what I'm here for? I really feel like I'm here on this planet to send a message. And, and that's, you know, what I live is what I talk about is what I do, what I, you know, I don't want to call it preaching, but what I share, what I share about my own lifestyle is just something I, you know, and it's, it's taken years for some people. I've been here in Miami for 13 years and some people have been 
around me for 13 years. And a lot of those people, it's taken 10, 11, 12 years, but they're coming around now. And it's about being patient and accepting other people where they are is, is a big part of it. Because you put up walls when you start saying you're wrong and I'm right. Right. It's more about doing what you do, sharing it and inspiring other people. And you never know how someone's going to take it. So as much as we preach or just say what we want to say through our mediums, which like ours is a podcast, yours is a book, you know, people are going to receive it in different ways and they're going to make their own change in their own time. And Mm -hmm. like, for me, it was like, such a slow change in combination with like cold turkey. So everything I did was I slowly went to this lifestyle, but everything, every little change I made was cold turkey. Like I gave up beef cold turkey in my teens, never, ever looked back. Then I gave up chicken in my 20s, cold turkey, never, ever looked back. But as I look back, it was all an evolution towards where I am now, right? Same thing with Mm -hmm. seafood. And the things that I only have now are like, okay, like I'll have honey once in a while. And like if someone makes me a baked good, like at a kid's birthday party, like yes, I've eaten the cake, which has the eggs and dairy. But do I have eggs and dairy in my home? No, never. You know, and so every single person is going to come to it different. And some people it's going to take years and years and years. Mm. And some people it's like you can do a cleanse, slow cleanse. And then you're basically cold turkey. And then when you reintroduce those items into your food, into your body, you don't feel good. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, your body learns how to feel amazing. And then you put something back in and it goes, no, 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 reject, 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 right? And so that's how some people learn is that they have to put it back in to realize that they feel like, you know, hell again. Absolutely. What was your thought process. So you did it, you did it very step-by-step kind of thoughtfully. What was your thought process as you made these steps? Where was that motivation at each step? First, it was my health and then it was the animals. So the first thing that happened was I had two sick parents, first my mother, then my father, and Western medicine had no cure for them. Western medicine gave them pill after pill after pill, drug after drug after drug. Every drug had 14 side effects that needed another drug. So their lives were spent sitting on my mother's, especially. She was unable to walk due to her multiple sclerosis, which then led to cancer because she was on 18 pills a day or something insane. And therefore, her body was completely toxic. And I said to the doctor, does it matter what she eats? No. They said, nutrition doesn't matter. And I'm not saying he was a bad, evil man. I just don't think he knew. He was only yeah. trained to prescribe these he drugs. He was doing what he was told. He was repeating what he had been taught. Yeah. And he thought he was doing a good thing. I'm sure he just, you know, did not know. And so I was given all this misinformation. And I always thought there had to be a better way. There had to be a different way. So started to learn about nutrition, picked up a book, picked up two books. So first I picked up one book. Then I picked up two books. Then I picked up three books. And all of a sudden, my eyes were open. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. What you put in your – you are what you eat. What you put in your body matters. So then I started doing everything I could from the health perspective, from going, I'm never going to get multiple sclerosis. I'm never going to get cancer because my mom died from cancer. Then I tried to convince my father, like, get off your medications, eat greens, stop eating meat, stop eating dairy, blah, blah, blah. And my dad said – I want to smoke cigars, drink my alcohol, eat what I want, and die in happiness. And that's exactly what he did. So for me, it was all about the health deciding because I had gone through so much tragedy, which brought me to my knees. Like, I'm still not healed of this tragedy. I still want mommy and daddy every day. Like, I'm 35 years old, little girl going, where's my mommy? Where's my daddy on Mother's Day and Father's Day? Like, in deep depression. Mm -hmm. And so I went to it from the health perspective and then learned about the animal perspective. Watch the PETA videos, which I don't recommend watching (laughs) to anyone (laughs) because they will tear your heart out, but you know, they're effective. And watching the documentaries that even though I was already on this path convinced me that there's absolutely no reason to eat an animal and the fact that they are so abused and it's inhumane and we have to treat the animals just like humans. They're not our why are we better than them? We're not any better than an animal. You know, why are we domesticating and loving our dogs, but we can't love a pig and we want to make bacon out of them when they're more intelligent than dogs and just as loving. And so for me, it was health and then 
animal activism to answer your question. And I know I'll never go back. Man, tell it, girl. (laughs) Yes, I will tell. Yes. Wow. 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 What a story. That's amazing. (laughs) So for some people, they learn about the animal activism and that's their first thing into it. And then they're like, oh, the health benefits are great. Some people go health first. It doesn't matter how you get there. And some people are spirituality first. It doesn't matter how you get there as long as you get there. And then you start to realize all the other benefits, right? Absolutely. That's exactly how it works. And then it's just, it's a snowball effect. You know, once you affect somebody else, then that person is going to affect another person. And it's all about just, it's kind of spreading the love. Exactly. And I think one of the biggest problems is that a lot of people are addicted to these comfort foods, which we know that you make amazing versions of. So there's like craft beer and wings and vegan ice cream. So (laughs) tell us some of the ways that people can get off their addiction and really get on to healthy versions of those foods. Yeah. So so John Sally, you know John Sally? Yeah, we do. (laughs) We've had him on. Oh, you had him on? Okay. He's awesome. (laughs) he's a friend of mine and he wrote the foreword in my book. He explained it. I heard an interview with him not long ago and he, he said this, he said, think of animal products as heroin. Mm. And he said, think of vegan substitutes, processed substitutes as methadone. Mm. So what he was saying was to think of these processed substitutes that we have are so common these days as more of a transition food. And yeah. what I like to call them, yes, transition foods or treats. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it, you know, it's, it's levels. It's like, what are you ready to do? Yeah. What are you ready to commit to? Are you ready to just commit to stopping eating all animal products? Well, great. How can we do that? Is that going to take you eating some day of cheese? because you love pizza, let's get you off the cheese and put you on some day of cheese. Is it perfect? Is it raw? Is it, you know, it, no. Right. But it's going to help you on your journey. Yep. So, and maybe you'll get to the next phase where you're not eating the day of cheese. And I don't know how, how you say it. Do you say daya or daya? I say daya, but I'm pretty sure it's daya. Because when I was at this conference, they were like saying it was daya. But everyone I know says daya, so I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I was just curious because I say daya too. But anyway, the point is everybody's going to be different. Like your father, you know, he was ready to be where he was ready to be. Right. And you can't push beyond that until you're ready to go to the next step. Right. So for me, I mean, a lot of Vegans who have been vegan as long as I've been have moved on to the raw, no processed food. I'm not there. Yeah. You know what? That's okay with me because my lifestyle holds that I'm going to go to the yard house once a week and I like to go watch sports and I like to drink beer and good beer, just so we know because I'm a (laughs) snob. I'm a total beer What's your favorite beer? Well, at the yard house, it's the blithering idiot. Okay. Yes, it's called the blithering idiot. It's the blithering idiot. And then I get ordered the jerk garden wings. So I've got the blithering idiot beer and the jerk garden wings. Like, how <laughs> ironic Sorry, is that? Blithering idiot jerk. Oh, yeah, my God. Blithering idiot awesome. jerk. But they all know everybody, you know, when they first moved and they're three blocks away, which is totally dangerous. And you know about the barnivore.com app, right? Yes. I, so look, I, that. I look up wine on there. If I'm at a restaurant, it'll tell me what wine yeah. is vegan. So I can go yeah. and pick up a wine that hasn't been processed with animal parts. Like, it's disgusting what they do to wine. You don't even know. You, you wouldn't know. It's uh, Anyway, so the yard house. So when they first moved, they have this Gardein menu, which Gardein is, you know, a processed but very delicious yep. meat substitute. They have chicken, they have beef substitutes, they have fish substitutes. And it's a great transition food for people that are trying to get away from meat. So they have this garden menu, but it's not a vegan menu. It's a garden menu. Mm. So they didn't know the difference. <laughs> so I'm asking them these questions when they first get there. And I'm asking these servers and they're like, I don't know. What do you mean? It's, is it vegan? It's, it's garden. I'm like, no, but what about the sauce and this and that? And I, I was just right. like that hard customer that, but once <laughs> they figured it out for me and they gave me a list, 
of all the vegan sauces. They gave me a list, like a literally a written list because you know what? They were interested. They were actually like, oh, this is really, I didn't even think about this. But then vegan people came in after that and they were able to say, no, this is vegan. That's not blah, blah, blah. That's awesome. And now I'm like the regular. So I go in they're like, what do you want? The blithering idiot and the jerk wings? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Am I regular? But (laughs) so that's part of what my lifestyle holds. And when my friends, I'm telling you all my meat eater friends, and they thought that chicken wings had to be in there Sunday, every Sunday for football season. Any one of them who's tried my garden wings at the yard house has never ordered, I swear, has never ordered real chicken wings again. Wow. Because it's more about the sauce, isn't it? It's about this, but that garden, I mean, they do a really good job. Yeah, I love Gardein. I think that even though it is processed, it's a great transition food and it's a great like party food because every event in LA, they must have every event that I go to that's either animal activism or vegan or vegetarian, they always do a tray pass of Gardein, like crab cakes, of Gardein chicken wings, of Gardein beef, you know, sticks. I don't even know what they're called, but they're all really, really good. And I don't want to eat that in my every meal a day, just like I don't want to eat meat in every meal a day because it is processed, but it's a great little treat. A thousand percent. And that's why I call it a treat. I call it a treat for myself. And I ask people to call it a treat that I'm, I'm coaching so that you don't think of it as an everyday routine type of food. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back with Ella's tips on how to transition to a vegan diet. Our sponsor today is the Conscious Eating 101 e-course. Written by Magda Friedemrod, one of our favorite guests, and endorsed by Gunnar Lovelace, one of our other favorite guests, Conscious Eating 101 is a six-week course that will teach you how to live a healthy, happy, and sustainable life. With so much conflicting information these days, it's hard to know the truth about what's sustainable and healthy and what's just a passing fad. Conscious Eating 101 is the result of years of constant in-depth study of health foods and scientific research on the environmental impact of our food choices on our bodies and the planet. Conscious Eating helps you to balance weight effortlessly and enjoy overall improved health. Self-care has been scientifically proven to increase happiness. Caring for yourself as outlined in this program will bring you more health and happiness. Check it out right now at foodhealsnation.com slash 101. And this course is for you if you want to become healthier and happier. You want to help the world become healthier and happier. You want to lose weight. You want to develop lifelong habits of making healthy food choices. You're currently on a healing journey. You want to prevent developing diseases like cancer, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and others. You care deeply about all life. You are ready to make changes and don't know where to start. You're ready to align your food choices with your values. You are called to a higher purpose. So go to foodhealsnation.com slash 101 and you can see how to get instant access to your e-course. Magda has lowered the price for a limited time. For only $297, you're going to get all 15 of these powerful lessons. Plus, the first 25 people to sign up are going to get a free membership to Thrive Market. foodhealsnation.com slash 101. You're listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. We're back with Ella Majors. Her passion is to help people feel great from the inside out. If you've been curious about how to adopt a vegan diet, then Ella's website should be one of your first stops. That's right. She has a beginner's guide ebook on how to go vegan, sections on vegan nutrition, and a lot more. So Ella, tell us what people need to look out for in terms of nutrition when transforming their diet, going vegan. Tell us all about it. Yes. So there's, you know what, reading nutrition labels is a skill, Yeah, that that we all need to learn to be able to make our own decisions because it's easy to for someone else to say, eat this, eat that. But what about making your decisions for the rest of your life on your own, right? Making it your lifestyle. So a lot of my stuff is teaching you how to create a lifestyle by having that information and being able to eat consciously on your own. Yeah, absolutely. And so you have a book. It's called The Six Weeks to Sexy Abs Meal Plan. It's awesome. So I have a question. Yeah. 
We can get sexy abs in six weeks with just a meal plan, or we also have to work out like a crazy person. Tell us the truth. <laughs> okay, so I would honestly say that the nutrition is, I mean, I hate to put an exact percentage on it, but I would say 80%. Yeah, nutrition is comes- 80%. I would say 80%, somewhere around that. Because you know what? No matter how strong you are and no matter how much muscle you have and and how strong your stomach is, if you've got a pillow over it or a layer of fat over it, you're not going to – nobody's going to see it. I work out all the time, you guys, and I'm pretty Mm. sure that there are abs under here. Like, (laughs) I hold plank longer than anyone else in class. Like, I'm fucking amazing. However, I do not have abs. How long do you hold your plank, Allison? Two minutes. Nice. Good for you. Thanks. Yeah, no. But no apps to speak of. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, and it's partly like how strict do you want to be in your life? Like, do you want to be a fitness model? Do you need to? Nope. Yeah. No. So (laughs) you, you have to find that happy medium where you're strong and you feel good about yourself. And that's what it's all about. It's all about looking in the mirror and being happy with your body and feeling good and having energy every day. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I'm kind of joking because I don't really care. But, you know, it would be nice. And I do think that I agree like it's 80-20 because what we eat is so important. And I know when I'm doing better and when I'm doing worse, I see an immediate difference, an immediate difference within a week. My body is based on what I did the week before. You know what I mean? Like if I'm bloated. No, it's so true. Yeah. If I'm bloated, it's because last week I didn't do so good. (laughs) My stomach is inverted. It's because last week I did a Amazing. That's just how my body works. And I know it. Yeah. You know what? We, I, what I say is we can't outrun our forks. <laughs> I love that. But I, we can try. You know how, we can try. We can try. <laughs> oh, we can sure try. And we can sweat and we can, you know, say we worked so hard this week. But if we go and eat three Oreos, which are vegan, right. uh, as you probably know. Okay. So take a guess. How many burpees? You know burpees, right? Yes. How many burpees <laughs> to burn off? 40. Empty, horrible calories in three Oreos. 40. 50. Over 100. What? Oh, my God. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. It's so not worth it, right? It is not worth it. Burpees are painful. So, no, the point is you can work so hard, and that's what the inspiration for this book was, really, is over the years so many clients come to me in the gym saying, Ella, what in the heck am I doing wrong because – I'm working so hard in the gym mm-hmm. and I'm not seeing results. And, and they say, I'm eating clean. I'm eating healthy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you know what, do you know what it really means to eat clean? Probably not. Yeah. Cause there's, you know, you think you are, but you know, I want to show you how to really eat clean. Well, you can eat vegetables and then they're full of GMOs. If you don't get organic, you don't get local, right? So you think you're doing a good thing. Or you can eat these foods that say, oh, they're gluten-free or they're vegan, but they are completely full of preservatives. Like, So you really have to understand what food is, eat more whole foods than processed foods, and then you can thrive. But as a person that hosts the Food Heals podcast, do I eat processed food? Sure. Do I eat food that's not organic? Sometimes. I don't like to, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's your only option. And so it's about doing more of the best of the best as much as you can and less of the worst and not eating Oreos, by the way. <laughs> just keep those out of your diet, okay? Agreed. There's certain things we can just cut and the Oreos, I'd say, are one of those. No fast food, no <laughs> Oreos. Like yes. those are things I do not compromise on. Right. A little diet cheese here and there, a few garden wings here and there. Yeah, but Oreos exactly. and fast food, no thank you. Yes, I have diet cheese. <laughs> I do have garden once in a while. Susie and I <laughs> drink wine on the podcast once in a while. Like, this is normal, but... I eat as clean as possible. I have my CSA. It comes once every two weeks. I get a huge gallon of organically grown fresh fruits and vegetables. And then I have to figure out a meal to make with them. So I'm not figuring out like how to make a vegan lasagna every night. I'm literally going, I have cauliflower, green beans, and avocado. What can I make? And I soup. figure it out. I usually do make soup. That is true. <laughs> soup is the easiest. Soup and salad dressings I make so much of because it's a great way to get a big punch of vegetables in a condensed amount. You'll eat a lot of salad dressing, but it's all good for you. So it's okay. It's so different than pouring oil all exactly, over your food. Yeah. Exactly. 
Good point. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, you mentioned this earlier, you have your six-week plant-powered food and fitness coaching program. Yeah. So all that we were just talking about in terms of getting educated and making those decisions in your own life of what's going to work for you with your lifestyle at your moment, I kind of put all my experience working with people into a six-week nutrition and fitness coaching program. So it involves a weekly training video course Mm -hmm. that basically gives you all the basics you need to know to make conscious food and exercise choices. And then you get me, yours truly, throughout the week, Mm -hmm. all six weeks for one-on-one coaching and support. So you take that information because having the information is one thing. Now making that part of your life and making that, you know, part of your goals and part of your daily routine of how you're going to get there, your action steps, you know, making that yours is really an important part of that. So I take my social work education and really apply it to being able to help people apply that to their own lives in a six-week period of time. So the idea is for in six weeks for you to come out with a solid plan and solid information to move on with your life and really change your lifestyle forever. I love it. And six weeks is such a good period of time because I know that If you have a lot of weight to lose or if you have a lot of changes to make, that these changes can take a very long time. But in six weeks, you can see a ton of change if you truly, truly commit. You know, you can see it in less. You can see it in four weeks. You can see it in two weeks if you're truly making a commitment to yourself. And so six weeks is perfect, and I'm really excited for what you're doing. Thank you. I'm so excited too. And it does take a commitment, but you have to be in a place where you're ready to take on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And let's just talk a little bit about junk food. Can we please have like one of your vegan ice cream recipes or smoothie recipes or something just to like know that we can Which still... Which they're not even junk food. I know. But what I mean is like the junk food Junk that food you replacements. Replacement that you can make better. Because exactly. I looked at your recipes. They're not junk food. I know. Okay. Here's the, the secret. The secret is frozen bananas. Yes. 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 For the easiest quickest dessert, healthiest dessert is frozen bananas in a good blender. Mm -hmm. So yes. Do you guys have a Vitamix? I don't. I haven't made the commitment. I'm sure Allison does. Do you? I know everyone thinks I do, but I still (laughs) do everything in the blender. The regular regular blender? My blender is hardcore, man. I can blend up nuts, seeds, beans, everything. Everything. I'm I'm about to make the commitment. I've priced them out. Sir Latab is having a sale. And I was like, really? Yeah. But I was still like, oh, it's still a lot of... Every time I'll, I go on these eventually. retreats, they like have like a little thing, like a cooking class. They're always in the Vitamix and they're telling you why you have to have it. And I still haven't had the need. It, I think it's a, I think it's a no choice for me because it's it, when they're like, this is the only one. I'm like, meh. But no, I, there's I, gotta I will. Be another. I will. I will <laughs> cave eventually. But. No, but there's the Vitamix and the Blendtec and they're the biggest ones. Okay, so tell us why we need one and what we can make in it. Anyway, no, maybe if you have something else that works, great. I'm not even affiliate of Vitamix. I just know since I got one, it's been a lot easier. So yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, a frozen banana, a little splash of whatever nut milk you like. Yeah, I've really been liking flax milk. Have you tried the flax milk? Mm-mm. Do you make your and, own? No, well, I do make my own milks. Like I go through spurts where I make my own, and then I don't feel like it, so I buy. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but, tell us about flax know, milk because that's one I've never heard of. Yeah, good karma is the brand. Mm-hmm. They make a flax milk and it's really the ingredients are really mm-hmm. clean even in comparison to some of the other ones like almond breeze and silk. I know. So try- That's so karma. sad. Silk and almond breeze aren't as good as you think. There's like a, there was just an expose on them which made me super sad. So and here's the thing like I want to say that because when you're ready to take it to that level, then you're ready to go there, but if people are drinking milk and I'm like, oh, go get Almond Breeze, you know, yes. please, if that's what's in your grocery store, please. So you got to go with the steps. So I totally anyway, agree. Right. Okay. So frozen banana, some almond milk, and that's going to be your liquid, however much liquid you need. And then you add whatever flavorings you want. So if you want a scoop of almond butter, literally just banana, almond butter, a little bit of nut milk, mm-hmm. and some a few dates. Yes. Dates. And you've got, ugh. Life-changing. Life-changing. 
life-changing. You dates. don't need sugar I anymore. So I was so scared of them at first. Like this was years ago. Yeah. But when I first got introduced to dates, I'm like, ugh, they're so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought they were so ugly. I did not want to eat them. But now I'm in love. They're so potent. Like I've had them at yeah. farmer's markets and I love sugar. I love it. And I've had dates and I was like, oh, they're too much. They're too sweet. They're but so sweet. When blended with other stuff, I've known. You know, I've had them in smoothies. They're, they're great. But on their own, they're, they're like a powerhouse. So yeah. Right. Yeah. So you just add, you know, whatever dates to, to match your whatever you need to cure your sweet tooth. Yep. So you got, you got the almond butter or you add frozen fruit. So whatever you're feeling, strawberries or peaches or, you know, because I have the, the peachy one. So you can do your fruit flavor. You can do your nut butter, whatever nut butter you're into. Raw cacao powder if you're wanting some chocolate. Yep. You know, but that's the key to making your own really quick, easy frozen dessert with things that you can just keep stocked in your cabinets, refrigerator, and freezer. Yeah, I think that some of my favorite discoveries that I made throughout the years that are consistent are the raw cacao powder because it basically makes any smoothie in combination with dates taste like chocolate. So Mm -hmm. if you're like, I'm going to put all the spinach in here, I'm going to put all this stuff that maybe I don't like or a bunch of supplements in there. A lot of people put, you know, supplements like powders that don't taste as good, but whatever, they want that protein or whatever. Then the dates and the cacao kind of cover that up and almond butter kind of cover that up and you're good. So you can put all this nutritious stuff in there. Plus those are all superfoods and make something really delicious. You add some strawberries to that frozen strawberries to give it like the coldness or just some ice and you're golden. You're so golden. I was just about to say that. (laughs) And then you think about like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So you add almond butter and some fruit, which I at first never thought of, but I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or almond butter jelly sandwiches. So you add the almond butter and a little fruit and you've got a, a, a nut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. I've done, Frozen. I've done the Ezekiel bread, almond butter, strawberries on top, like sliced fresh strawberries as a sandwich. And like, I even take the top piece of bread off. I don't need it. And you are in heaven. It's like half a sandwich and half like a Nutella dessert. It's so good. Okay. Now you're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for sharing all those recipes. If there was one recipe in Six Weeks to Sexy Abs that you would recommend, what is it? I was so afraid you were going to ask me that question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I had to pick one. Okay. My favorite soup, honestly, is the chili. Mm, I know it's like the summer coming and all that, but the chili is so Good. The, two and bean, then, okay. the two bean protein chili with sliced uh-huh. avocado? Okay. Yeah, it's so good and it's so easy to make. And then I have to say the, the decadent raspberry mousse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I, I, that one. And the cauliflower Tex-Mex couscous. You're making rice with couscous Did you just snap? cauliflower. These Did, are you, <laughs> Did you just snap? I heard you snap. No, I, I clapped my hands together. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> that's how excited she was. Oh, oh, I just turned to the page. Okay, there we go. Texas cauliflower, couscous, and thyme green beans. Um, that is a beautiful photo. Did you take your photos or did you hire someone? No, the publishing company, and I give a big shout out to Page Street Publishing because they were just amazing, amazing. They recognized my passion and came after me and believed in me, and it was so wonderful. And they did all. They had a food photographer who no, actually it's a, made, it's my, a made my recipes and did it. It's a beautiful the, book. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. they did a really. great job. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Now, tell everyone where they can stalk you on Twitter, follow you on Instagram, look at your pictures and everything you're doing on Pinterest, Facebook. Tell us where they can find you. Sexyfitvegan.com. You got it all right there. Everything's pretty much sexy fit vegan. Perfect. All right. Can you leave us with a tweetable, Ella? How about... Learn about eating for a strong, lean, sexy body with Ella Majors and Sexy Fit Vegan. All right. And then we'll put the link to this podcast. So if you want to learn about healthy eating, how to get a strong, lean body, how to work out, how to make healthy vegan recipes, make sure to follow Ella at Sexy Fit Vegan. Thanks so much for being here, Ella. 
Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you, Ella. You were so much fun. Food Heals Nation, don't forget to join our mailing list so you can get all the juicy details when we launch our Food Heals VIP Club. Yep, sign up today and we will email you a discount code that you can use to get 20% off anything in the club. The Food Heals VIP Club is a members-only club and holistic lifestyle brand where we will teach you strategies and classes in the fields of nutrition, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. All our favorite things to talk about. All of our favorite things. (laughs) The Food Heals VIP Club is something we've been working on for a while now, and we've just been putting our hearts and souls into it. It's been really fun and rewarding, and I just can't wait till we launch to bring you all this good stuff. So stay tuned for the launch date, but we are thrilled to bring you classes like How to Do a Juice Cleanse. Or if you are looking to add more vegan meals into your life, we're going to give you the perfect vegan meal plan for ultimate health, longevity, and vitality. Or if you have a health business like we do, we'll teach you the exact strategies we use to get sponsors, how to use affiliate marketing to build your business, how to attract more clients for your coaching business, how to rock the world of social media, and just so much more. And of course, we promise to get a little woo-woo on you and teach you all about energy healing in our manifestation classes and guided meditations, like how to manifest more money, or how to release food cravings, and even how to attract the one. I think we should get woohoo on them. <laughs> <laughs> so go to foodhealsvip.com, sign up today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately.